Welcome to the Claudio Rosano Show on ClaudioRosano.com, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Claudio will be speaking to sports legends from the 70s, 80s, and 90s about their careers, business, and what they're doing now. He will also hold roundtable discussions with some old friends about trending topics in the world of sports. And now, here's Claudio. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Claudio Relsano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. It'd be nice if I could pronounce my last name well, uh, but uh, anyway, you know who I am. Uh, as always, I want to thank Rick Mitchell uh, for the intros and the outros and my fantastic producer, the best producer in the business, trust me, Adam Zalouf. Today's guest is a young man who is on his way to doing some big-time things in high school basketball and also in the classroom and also uh, out in the world, which is most important. I was referred to him by Lee Davis, who's been on the show uh, before, and we'll get him on again, who is just a, a great guy to everybody. Uh, Lee's always there to help people. But um, this young man, his name is Shamar Simpson. Uh, he is a, a freshman. Uh, he just finished his freshman year at the Neighborhood Academy. Uh, when I told Luther Dupree, who's a been on our show a thousand times about Shamar. He said, oh, yeah, I know who he is. He's big time. So a lot of people know Shamar already. So Shamar, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I just wanted to say, you know, thank you, Adam and Claudia, for just having me, and you know, to be able to present myself to you guys. So this is wonderful. Well, we appreciate having you on. And I know we're going to have you on Steel City Sports World, the TV show that will be on July 6th, I believe. But I'll send you a note for that. And uh, so we'll, we'll be excited to have you on that show with Smoking Jim and Luther. So uh, first of all, first off, you had a great freshman year. Uh, Luther knows all about you, and he, he filled me in a little bit. Why don't you tell our audience a little bit uh, about your freshman year of basketball before you tell us a little bit about yourself personally? As you guys know, I finished up my freshman year at the Neighborhood Academy. The basketball scene for our school was kind of on and off. Uh, we started out playing, you know, Christian school for the majority of, you know, the TN and how TNA has been a school for how long TNA has been a school, and we've been in Christian League, but me and a couple other guys had convinced our head of director and head of school to, you know, put us in Whippeal because all of our friends, you know, go to City Leagues, and, you know, they're, they're playing City League, so we have a lot of friends that go to Obama and Older Dice, and they're playing against each other, and, we you know, we're sitting and playing Christian schools and not really getting the competition that we wanted. So we kind of convinced our head of school to put us in a Whippeal, and last year, uh, my eighth grade year was our first time in Whippeals. We didn't do so well, but it was a good start. I think this year was our official Whippeal welcoming. And, you know, we we went to the first round. We won the first round of the playoffs and went to the semifinals of the Whippeal 1A finals. And that experience was just, it was everything to me. Just to be able to play in a big high school in front of a live audience. It was everything to me. And, you know, being from, you know, the city and, you know, admiring the players like, you know, one of my teammates, his dad is Courtney Wallace, and Courtney Wallace was a, a, a D1 player that played for the University of, of Duquesne. And, right. you know, he told us that, you know, this is the time that you live for. This is what you live for, and these are the moments that you need to cherish and that you would take on during your whole lifespan, you know. And that was just – it was just amazing to even be in a position where I can play 
So I'm just blessed to even be in that position. You know, it, that's great advice. And you know what? <clears throat> I'm grateful for the, the pro scouting that I do, the, the head coach at Carnegie Mellon, all that stuff, the, everything. I, I'm so grateful and blessed. But what I wouldn't give to go back to my little league days and my senior year of high school to play baseball. It was just a magical time for me. And it sounds like so far, you still have a few more years to go. Uh, it sounds like it's a magical time for you as well thus far. Yeah, very. And, you know, like in being a ninth grader and being 14 and 15 years old, like this is like, it was like a dream come true to be like in front of everybody and showcasing what you have. It was like, it was like, wow. And like, even being at the free throw line, like you're just admiring <laughs> the crowd surrounding you. And it was just, you know, it was one of those times. And, and that's good. I, I tell my players, I tell my daughter, who's a color guard at Pitt, I say, soak these times in because they go by so fast. But it seems like not only are you soaking it in and you're appreciating your surroundings, but you're also doing well. I mean, you, you're 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 tearing it up. Tell us a little bit about uh, some of your numbers. Um, so in the beginning, I was, I started out averaging 27 points and that was the halfway point in the, you know, the Whippeal scoring. I was 10th. I started out in the half point of, you know, the Whippeal scoring and the half of that I started out as, I, I averaged 27.5 and I had, I had some internal issues that I had gotten sick a little bit. So I had to sit out for two games, but you know, I was right back at it even not playing those games, cheering my team on, you know, as soon as I came back, I was still, I was averaging, you know, the same numbers, but they kind of decreased as I was dealing with a lot of sickness and, you know, still trying to play through it. But my final scoring, I ended up, I ended up with 26 points per game. So as a freshman, as a freshman. Yeah, that's, that's not too bad. There's a lot of seniors who would go crazy for that. What do you attribute all that success to? Hard work and dedication. Um, I think when you put it in a, a perspective of, you know, some people just do have natural born talent. Some kids, you know, do have those growth spurts early. They do have that God-given athleticism. And, you know, they do have that, that general talent, that blessed talent. But when you put a kid that works hard and grinds to what he wants and what he wants to achieve, I think when you put those, to facing off, I think hard work beats talent any day, and especially when talent doesn't work hard. Work hard beats talent any day because when you put it in a, a perspective of the person that's working hard, they don't have it. They don't. They don't have the talent. They don't have you know the blessings that you know the talent has. So the work, the work ethic, you know, produces those. And I think my numbers come from the hard work that I put in. Right. Now, who are some, for me, role models have been so important. Um, first and foremost, my parents, and then I've had so many people uh, through the years, I've mentioned them on this show numerous, numerous times. I've even had some of them as guests, but they've been so important in my life. Uh, who are some of the role models, both in sports and out of sports for you? Um, Mainly in sports, uh, only two really come to mind. And these two, I've followed their footprints and, you know, their footsteps for a very long time. One of them is now being uh, Jalen Brown uh, for the Celtics, which is now in the finals, and Kobe Bryant. So just to start off some of, you know, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown finished his college experience with a 4.0 while being a D1 athlete. You know, that's something that 
you know, a lot of kids, because, you know, a lot of kids only just here for the sports aspect of it. And they're not really here and ready to sit down and be a good student. But Jalen Brown has shown me, and Jalen Brown has his own business. He finished his college with a 4.0 and even, even considers doing his master's. That just goes to show that you can do both. You can do both. And it's, it's very, it's time consuming, but as long as you put your mind to it, I think you can definitely do it. Now, Kobe Bryant, it's just his mentality. We all, we, we all heard about the mama mentality. And, you know, just for Kobe to have that killer instinct, just to remember him for his mentality is one of the, just the best things. When I'm out there on the court, I always think of the killer mentality. Who can I outwork? Who can I go and destroy? Who can I dominate? Things like that. Now, off the court, little, definitely, definitely my mother. Uh, my mom has been my biggest hater. <laughs> to put it, to put it <laughs> like that, my mom has been a hater. She's pushed me to the extreme. My mom has pushed me to do things that I didn't even know I was capable of. She's pushed me and she's drove me to countless tournaments, countless everything, and even a couple job interviews. Like she's she's put her priorities and you know behind just for me to succeed and you know be able to time manage me with just basketball. And you know she's money and you know AAU is, is very time consuming and basketball is very. You know, it's kind of a money toss. You know, you're always throwing money sure. out for basketball. So and she's she's juggled all of those things for the last eight to seven years that I've been playing basketball. So she she's she's been the goat for for a long time and for time to continue. And another one that's off the court, um, actually is our our mayor Ed Ganey. Um, actually, I met Ed Ganey four years ago. He was um a rep for, I want to say, Homewood. And me, the Neighborhood Academy actually took us on a trip to Harrisburg uh, to meet the governor. We actually met Tom Wolf, and we met Ed Ganey. And I shook Ed Ganey's hand, and, you know, he talked to me about the youth and how important it is to, you know, build an empire. And, you know, for him to be, for him to go to state rep, um, well, a representative of the neighborhood to, the mayor of Pittsburgh is just, you know, it goes to show that he even followed his own advice and right. look at where he's at now. Yeah, that, that, that's great uh, stories for sure. And, and as far as Kobe, the thing that sticks out to me, like I said, I had so many people that I tried to follow and they were all mostly athletes. Again, aside from my parents, because uh, my parents were like your mom. I mean, whatever I needed, they were there. They were tough. Uh, yeah. made sure that if I got out of that lane just a little bit, I got back in the right lane real quick in a hurry. And they, they believed in me from day one. Uh, Shmar, I'll tell you a quick story, uh, which the audience have heard has heard this a thousand times. But on August 19th, 1973, I was eight years old. I went to my first Pirate game, and my uncle took me. He used to work at the, at the stadium. And I came home, and I, right then and there, I knew what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And I came home, and I was eight years old. And my dad said, did you have a good time? I said, I did. But I know what I want to do with the rest of my life. He says, what's that? I said, I want to be in professional baseball. And him and my mom both said, if that's what you want to do, we'll do everything we can to give you every opportunity in the world to make your dreams come true. And they did. They believed in me. They they supported me. Uh, they did everything they could. And, and thank God things went the way they did. But uh, how important that was. And just by talking to your mom a few times, 
through text and you know over the phone you can tell that she's first of all wonderful she's not a mother she's a mom uh, and there's a difference there she's a great mom and a great lady and uh She's 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 doing great things with you. And obviously, uh, by this short interview thus far, everybody can tell uh, the the fingerprints of your mom for sure. But, um, you know, I talk about Kobe Bryant. The thing about him is that he wasn't satisfied with one championship or two championships or being a Hall of Famer. He wanted to succeed in other avenues, which he did. And something that I live by is quarterback Hall of Fame quarterback Dan Marino. He always said you can do more. You can always do more. And I'm never satisfied with what I'm doing. I always want to achieve more. And it sounds like that's what you're about as well. Am I right? Yes, sir. Yeah. And and, and that's what life is. It's it's chasing that carrot, chasing that carrot. But, um, you know, what? we're going to take a quick commercial break to hear from our great sponsors. Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, criminal defense attorney Eric Jackson Lurie. And we have a new sponsor that we hope to add to the show next next show. We're looking forward to putting them in. I appreciate them. Uh, and also don't forget about my book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office. You can get that on my website, ClaudioRelsano.com, my publisher, JohnMelvinPublishing.com, Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and the Barnes and & Noble in Robinson Township. Don't forget about boxing's best TV show, The Boxing Authorities, with Luther Dupree Jr. and Smoke and Jim Frazier. You can check us out on Channel Box. Click on the WBC Live uh, logo. That's the easiest way to do it. And also um, uh, Steel City Sports World with Luther Dupree Jr., hosted by Luther and Smoking Jim. You can catch all of our shows on PCTV 21 and Comcast 47. Uh, yep, that's it. All right, we were right back. And don't forget about my YouTube channel, Claudio Relsano TV. Uh, subscribe, check that out as well. So we're right back with Shamar Simpson. Dr. Roscoe, I've been talking to my dad and he seems out of sorts, like he can't understand what I'm saying. It's not just a hearing problem, Jolie. It is a health problem. Even with a mild hearing loss, our risk of dementia doubles with age. So let's improve dad's hearing and his health. Let us be the solution to his hearing health care needs so you and dad can experience many years of understanding, laughter, and happy memories. Serving the Dubois area for over 20 years, the Roscoe Hearing Care Center in Dubois, Punxsy, and St. Mary's. The hearing solutions you've been looking for. Call us for an appointment today, 814-375-0455. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar. 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Don Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you. Okay, Shamar, we talked a little bit about basketball, and we're going to go back to that, but what are some of your goals outside of basketball? Um, outside of basketball, I think that, you know, I want to go into the medical field. 
Uh, wow. my, my, my great grandma was, uh, actually a doctor for during World War II. My, 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 my grandmother was actually a doctor and my grandmom was actually a nurse and a teacher. Mm, so good. the medical field is kind of definitely run through the blood of my family. But I think I want to deal with a lot more, you know, animals than I think I want to be a veterinarian. I think that uh, me being a me being, you know, around like the medical field and te- teaching and my mom teaching me like things about the medical field and, you know, the dedication that it takes uh, to even succeed in that type of field. And, you know, I think that's something that I want to do even outside of basketball. Even even just to have basketball as or have something as a backup, I think that being a vet is definitely my first priority. That's great to hear because I love animals. So I, that's uh, that's fantastic that you want to get in that field for sure. Now, uh, back to basketball. What are your goals, uh, your, your close goals, your nearby goals, and your goals down the road? Um. The closest goal right now for me is to better my teammates. I think that, you know, having and I think you uh, talked about having a winning environment, even, you know, that right. you wrote a book about it. And that's yep. one of the things that every team needs and a team culture needs is a winning environment. No, no successful team has won without a winning environment. And I think that's one of I think that's the goal that I should accomplish now and to set that and for the upcoming season. Um, one of my farther and, you know, a little closer goal is to definitely get a, a college offer. I have, and me personally, and just because I love the game of basketball, I would love to get a D1 offer. I would love to get a, T, a D2 offer. I would love to get a, a Division three offer. I would love to just play basketball at the collegiate level. Like, I would just love to just play basketball at, the, at a high level. And it doesn't even have to be the highest level, but I'm gunning for the highest level at full speed because, you know, the game of basketball doesn't wait for anybody. And right. I think that's the goal that I work hard to. And I think all the goals that I've set for myself lead up to that goal. I think that, you know, the hard work, the winning environment, the team, the bettering myself, um, being a leader and learning to be vocal and communicative, and, you know, just that period, I think all of those lead up to the bigger goal. So I think you know, me getting an offer from a college is definitely the biggest goal that I have. You know, you, you said the word hard work a lot, and it, it brings me to mind one of my role models, uh, Magic Johnson, always used to say that he would take 300 shots during practice, and he'd say, okay, I'm done. And he'd say, wait a minute, there's somebody out there taking 350. And that 300, that guy was Larry Bird. And Larry Bird would say, he would take 300 shots. He'd say, okay, I'm done. But there's somebody out there who's shooting 350, and that was Magic Johnson. I mean, they had that thing, uh, that, that competitiveness, that, again, you can do more, you can always do more mentality. That even to this day, when you hear Magic and Bird talk, they feel that they could have had better careers, they could have done more, they could have made more money. You know, that, 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 that thing in them that they can do more. And it sounds like that's something that you have in your head and heart. Am I right saying that? Yes, absolutely. Uh, there's always, and there's a, there's a thousand, almost, well, let's just throw a million kids out there that want what I want. 
Exactly. If we all want the if we all want the same thing, who is going to be that person that outworks everybody? And I would like to think that person would be me. Uh, there's there's a million kids that want what I want. And right. what's going to separate me from those kids? Exactly. And, you know, I'm not trying to, by no means am I trying to make this about me. I'm not. I'm just trying to impart whatever life experiences I've had on you, just like I do my daughter and my players and anybody who wants to listen. Was I the most, uh, originally I wanted to play. And, and I was good, but things didn't work out playing-wise for me. So then I went into coaching and I went into scouting, of course. And I've had many offers to coach professionally that I turned down. But having said all that, was I the best at this? I, mean, I, I think so, to be very honest with you. But that's another story, too. But it, the, the thing that got me from point A to point B, besides my parents' support, a lot of prayers and a ton of hard work, was persistence. I, I didn't give up. I I had over 137 rejection letters from teams, Shamar, that said, you know, thank you for your interest in, you know, the Dodgers, but the position you are currently applying for is already being uh, filled. We will keep your name on file, best in baseball, you know, and it was like a, uh, a pad answer. You know, they gave this answer to everybody. So, and then, but I just kept persisting, kept at it until finally I wrote a company in November of 1999 it took a, a 13 months, but they gave they hired me in January of 2001, and here I am still with that pro company. Then again, I've been with CMU since 2005, but in, in my 39th year of coaching and 17th year uh, at CMU. But the thing that, if there was one talent that sticks out for me, was that I I was persistent. I wasn't going to accept failure. I wasn't going to accept rejection. And the people who wanted to see me fail, which there were plenty of, family members. I wasn't going to let them win. That motivated me. What what else motivates you to want to take those extra shots when you don't want to or take that extra lap or do more homework when you're maybe tired? What What's your biggest motivation? So <laughs> you guys might find this odd and maybe the audience as well, but I am the type of person that feeds off of negative energy. And, you know, oh, I'm – I, and John Morant actually said it as well in, in an interview. Um, I, I feed out of, off of negative energy and how you said how people wanted to see you fail and people wanted to hear your hatred. I always have that voice of, you know, people saying, Shamar, you can't do this. Shamar, you can't be an athlete. Shamar, you're not that good. You're not good enough. You need to work harder. All that negative energy that I've heard from people. And, you know, and as you said, family members and some of the closest people, and some of the things that they have said to me, I feed off of it. And, you know, that's what pushes me and motivates me to do better and be better and prove to the people that, oh, yeah, I thought, I thought I, was, I, was, I wasn't going to do this. Well, I did it. Yeah. Any, any, any other challenge that I think that I can't overcome? Because I would love to hear it. And I, I feed off of, you know, just negativity and people thinking that I can't succeed. So that's you know, one of my biggest motivations. That's the way to do it. Because to be honest with you, I had a couple of family members that I really cared about very, very much. And they would dog the hell out of me. And I'm talking about constantly, constantly, yeah. constantly. You know, it's a, it's a pipe dream. You're Buffalo and everybody. You're never going to make it. You're going to be a failure. You're not good enough. Uh, uh, time to grow up, quit baseball, be a man, get a real job, be realistic. I mean, the same. That was every day. And my parents... 
used to stick up for me like gangbusters. I mean, they used to hate that. They would really get upset, yeah. but they would, these people wouldn't let up. And then there were people that you work with that kind of, you know, felt the same way. But what I did at first, it hurt. Then yeah. I, there's an old saying, use your worst enemy to be your best ally. And that's what I did, Shamar. I just was like, like you, I, it, it motivated me. Um, it invigorated me. It made me push that much harder. And there's no better feeling. And they, they say the best success is to live well. The best revenge, I take it back. The best revenge is to live well. And I, I just wasn't going to give up. And and not not that, you know, hey, my career can end in two seconds. I understand that. But I'm cognizant of that. But I was not going to let those people who wanted to see me fail, not that they didn't believe in me, Shamar, but they didn't want to see me succeed for whatever reason. They had good jobs and money, too. They just didn't want to see me get my piece of the pie for whatever reason. That's on them, not me. But uh, it seems like you are doing that. You're, you're being motivated by those people. And you know what? You have success written all over you. You have a great mom. You have people in your corner. Like I said, Lee Davis reached out to me. So obviously, you know, he's in your corner as well. I know you've been on some TV shows. Uh, and, and um, you know, the thing is, though, yeah, you have success written all over you, but you, you don't let up. You keep pushing. You keep pushing. When you accomplish the one goal, great. Check it off. Go after another. And like, like Dan Marino says, you can do more. You can always do more. But you're definitely on the right path and, and you are going to be a role model for kids. If you're not already, if you're not already, if younger kids see you and, and I guarantee you that younger kids watch you play and they say, man, look at Shamar, I can do that. You know, or I want to do that. And they're going to hear your voice. They're going to hear your words. And like I said, you're definitely on the right path and I'm, I'm so happy for you and, and your mom. And, and, uh, but like I said, you're not done yet. You're not done yet for sure. Not at all. Nope. All right. Well, well, I, I hope you enjoyed this, Shamar. I know we enjoyed having you on. And like I said, look forward to having you on in July. Uh, we'll confirm all that soon, but um, it'll, it'll be fun to have you in the studio. And I uh, hope you enjoyed this interview as well. Yep. Thank you so much. And once again, Adam and Claudia, I just wanted to say thank you very much for this opportunity. And, you know, to, like I said, present myself, you know, to be able to talk to you guys about, you know, my life experience and just basketball. And another thanks to Lee Davis. That's actually like my uncle. Like Lee Davis has been in my corner for yeah. as long as I can rem remember. And he's definitely helpful. He's one of the most people that I, you know, that I, I, I can recommend on. So once again, thank you guys so much. You got it. You, you're most welcome. Yeah. Lee is a great guy. Every time I've been to his office, He's got loads of people and he's always helping, always helping, always giving. He's a great guy. And um, so, yeah, but like I said, we'll definitely have it on the show in July and I look forward to seeing you. Absolutely. Okay, brother. Talk to you soon. Okay, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, we certainly did. A uh, great young man who's going on to do great things for sure. As always, want to thank Rick Mitchell for the intros and the outros and for appearing on our show numerous times. Uh, Adam Zalouf, again, Adam is the very best producer. Trust me, I know that for a fact. Uh, love working with Adam. Could not do the show without Adam. Want to thank our sponsors, Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center, Don's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, Criminal Defense Attorney Eric Jackson-Lurie. And not only do they have, he's a great doctor, Dr. Roscoe, great pizza with Dom and great attorney with Eric Jackson-Lurie, but they're great people. Trust me when I tell you that. I know these people very well, and they're just wonderful people. And we have a new sponsor, uh, new commercials airing hopefully next week. I will get back to you with that. 
And my book, Lead from the Heart Up, Not the Neck Up, How to Create a Positive Winning Culture on the Field and in the Office, get that on my website. That's probably the best way. The Boxing Authorities with the two best, Luther Dupree Jr., Smoke and Jim Frazier. Catch us on Channel Box. Uh, then click on the WBC Live uh, link. And also you can watch us on PCTV21, PCTV Comcast 47. Uh, 21 is on uh, no, Comcast, Verizon's 47. Let me start that over. PCTV 21 Comcast, PCTV 47 Verizon. Um, and uh, my YouTube channel, Claudio Relsano TV, check that out. I'm going to be putting more content on that soon. As always, thank you, Mom and Pop, and thank you to all the listeners. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Claudio Relsano Show, brought to you by Roscoe Hearing and Allergy Care Center. Be sure to tune in next time on ClaudioRosano.com. to my mom she can't understand me she gets so cranky and irritable well your mother's ears cannot understand speech sounds and that leaves her trying to guess what you said this makes conversation exhausting for her can we help her Yes, Julie. Once we improve her hearing, she'll be less frustrated and be able to enjoy talking with you again. If your loved one needs help hearing and understanding, call the Roscoe Hearing Center at 814-375-0455. Hearing solutions with the care you've been looking for. The law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available when you need it for all of your defense needs. Maybe it's a DUI, or maybe you found yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Whatever the scenario, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are available seven days a week. With a practice based throughout western Pennsylvania, the law offices of Eric Jackson Lurie are conveniently located in downtown Pittsburgh and Fox Chapel. When you or a loved one needs discreet, experienced legal representation, call Eric Jackson Lurie at 412-963-9308. That's 412-963-9308. We want to welcome our newest sponsor, Dom's Pizzeria and Sports Bar, 502 Cavett Avenue in Trafford, Pennsylvania. Call 412-372-3667. Dom Pecora, great guy, great food. Make sure you tell him we sent you.